how to become resilient in business, how to overcome adversity, and ways to deal with these challenges when they come up. You're listening to The Empowered Life with master coach and trainer of NLP, Terry Holland. Breakthrough to the life you deserve. Thanks for joining me today. As you can tell, we have a brand new intro and actually I have three new intros and I'm having a hard time deciding between them. So this is intro number two. I can't remember what I played last week. Forgive me for that. And and if you hear one that you really like, just let me know which one you like and which episode it was so that I can stick with one because right now I'm having a really hard time choosing. So help me out. Speaking of helping me out, please leave your five-star iTunes review if you like listening to this podcast, because the more people who leave five-star reviews, the higher I rank in iTunes, and the higher I rank, the more people can find me just like you. So today we're talking about resilience. Now, I want to tell you a little story. So when I started out in coaching, when I first launched my coaching business, like fully launched it, completed my first level of practitioner training in NLP, and I was so excited to launch into this business, I put an ad out on Facebook. And if any of you, if you've ever done a Facebook ad before, the very first one, it was so exciting. I put it up online, and then I watched to see what happened. And I was, I was so excited. My first big public, um, public, I don't know, first big ad. Let's just say first big ad. So I put that out there, and the next day I noticed a friend had shared it. And this was an old friend from back when I was like 18 years old, selling shoes in a department store. And she was one of my, we'll say like bar friends, you know, like the group of friends you hang out with when you're 18, 19 years old, and you're going to the bars, and you're living a carefree life. So we reconnected on Facebook, as people do, and we hadn't really talked over Facebook, just the odd liking of pictures after all these years, not to date myself, but it's been a while. And I saw she shared it. So I thought, well, that was really nice of her. And I didn't think much of it. And then I started seeing that there were comments on it. I was getting notifications that someone was commenting. And I started reading these comments and reading her original post. And it was not nice at all. In fact, it was completely mocking the coaching profession. How dare she call herself a coach? She's never been through anything, um, just a whole bunch of slanderous, awful things. And then, and if that didn't feel like a punch in the stomach, which it did, then her friends, her and her friends started attacking my business page and posting nasty reviews as if they had worked with me and again, slandering my reputation and um, just for the purpose, I guess, of just attacking and hurting. And I, I don't know, maybe they were bored. Who knows? So for about 48 hours, this went on as I kept blocking people who were posting things. And um, yeah, it was it was a messy 48 hours. It was only 48 hours, but it was 48 hours that really, really sucked, especially since this was the first time I was really putting myself out there. So that hurt. And and I really wanted to, I mean, when I was when that was going on, my thoughts were, do I really want to keep putting myself out there? Like, this is my first ad, my first big thing that I've put on Facebook, and this is the backlash. Do I really want to do this again? So I talked to my coach about it, and my coach said, 
he said, Terry, you want to be like the next Tony Robbins, the next Brendan Burchard. You want to be at that level. When those guys wake up every morning, they're faced with millions of people who hate them and they get on with their business and they don't focus on those people. They focus on the ones who they help every day. And he said, this is just training because if you can't handle this kind of adversity at this level, right? A couple, handful of people attacking my business page. He's like, if you can't handle it at this level, you'll never be able to handle it at that next level. So he said, just look at it as training and training in how to become resilient. So that's what we're talking about today is how do you become resilient? Because as you put yourself out there online, as you market your business, if you create a public persona for yourself, there will be people who won't like you. In fact, they say a third of people will never like you no matter what you do. They're just not going to like you. They're not going to like what you do. They're not going to buy into your messaging and they're just not your people. So you have to focus on the other two thirds of people. So five things that I have learned about becoming resilient that I'm going to share with you today. Now, the first one comes right from NLP. It's one of our presuppositions of NLP. Presupposition meaning a, a convenient belief to adopt. One of, and one of them is there is no failure, only feedback. So often in business, when we're faced with adversity, we feel like, oh, I failed. I just failed at something. We might feel like we're a failure. And in NLP, we say there is no failure. There is only feedback, meaning you, you don't really fail. You just learn about what worked and what didn't work. What can I do differently next time to make this better? It's only feedback. It's really only a failure if you quit and never try it again. But as long as you learn from your mistakes and keep going, it's just feedback. There is no failure. So that's the first one. The second one, be at cause. I've talked about this in a few earlier episodes, and I think it's worth revisiting. You have to be at cause for your state in life, for your outcomes in life. So people are either at cause or they're at effect. Now, when you're at cause, you're at cause for all the effects and the outcomes in your life. You take full responsibility for everything happening in your life, for where you are in your life. If you're getting the outcomes you want, or if you're getting the outcomes you don't want, you take full responsibility. When you're at cause, you have results. Now, results are something you can take to the bank. You can pay your mortgage with results. If you're at effect on the effect side of the equation, then you are at the effect of everything happening around you. It's always someone else's fault. It's the weather, the economy, your spouse, your mortgage payments, the government, the town you grew up in, your parents. It's always someone else's fault. And when you're at effect, you have no control over the situation, right? If the problem is outside of you, if it's always their fault, they're to blame, it's their problem, not mine, what can I do to change it? Nothing. When you're at effect, you can't do anything to change the situation. It's Some people call it being in a victim mindset. It's everyone else is to blame and we take no responsibility when we're at effect. When you're at effect, you have reasons. Reasons why you're not getting results. Or we can call them excuses. And you might have really good reasons. There are some really good reasons out there. But the thing with reasons is they won't get you what you want. And I think that when you're... I don't know, 90, 95 years old, and you're looking back on your long life, if you've never had it the way you want it, and all you see are all the reasons why you couldn't have it the way you want it, you probably won't feel very satisfied with your life. 
So that's living at effect. At effect, you have reasons. At cause, you have results. Results you can take to the bank. You can pay your mortgage with results. You can't pay your mortgage with reasons or excuses. They just won't let you do it. So you have to be at cause. Now, when you're at cause, and and by the way, this doesn't mean that you are to blame, right? We don't want to blame outside of us. We don't want to blame internally either. So it doesn't mean you're to blame for everything that's gone wrong in your life. It means that if you take responsibility for where you are right now, then you can change it. If you don't take responsibility, you can't change it. So it's not about taking blame for any of that stuff or beating yourself up. It's just about recognizing that you're responsible for where you are right now and the choices that you make, that you can change your situation. So you have to be at cause. When you're at cause, you're at cause for your state, for your emotional state, for your well-being, for how you respond to things. So in my example earlier, my story about those girls attacking me online, I could choose to let them make me feel inferior, or I could choose to let them make me feel like I was in the wrong industry, that I shouldn't be coaching, or that I shouldn't put myself online ever again, that I should never do another ad or never go public with something. Or I could choose just to delete them and block them all and continue on, which is what I ultimately did. So you have to be at cause. When you're at cause, you become resistant to being at the effect of other people's emotions, other people's lashing out, other people's drama. You choose your own state. You choose how you feel. So that's the second one. The third one is have a set of, you need to have a set of cheerleaders, a team of cheerleaders around you. So be aware of who you surround yourself with. If you're surrounding yourself with a bunch of negative people who put you down all the time or tell you you can't possibly do the things you want to do, or friends who aren't going anywhere in life themselves, and you're wondering why you're struggling, take a look at your friends. And it's not about putting blame on them. We're not blaming them for your situation, but you are the reflection of the five people you spend the most time with. So make sure you're surrounded with people who are cheering you on, supporting you. And of course, you give that back to them right? It has to be mutual both ways. Have cheerleaders because there are going to be enough people in this world who will tell you that you can't do it, that it's stupid, it'll never work, that no one ever succeeds at what you want. There'll be enough people in the world to tell you that you need to surround yourself with the people who will tell you that you can do it, that you are more than good enough, that you are exceptional at what you do. And one thing that I teach my clients is you know, some of us have a high need for external validation. We call these meta programs in NLP. Some people have a high need for external validation. So they only know when they're doing a good job if someone tells them they're doing a good job or shows them they're doing a good job. Now, other people have a high sense of internal feedback. So they know internally if they're doing a good job or not, they don't need to be told. And some people have a bit of both. So they might feel it internally, and then they check externally to make sure that's correct. Or they might need the external feedback, and then they check internally to see if they agree. So if you are someone who needs external feedback to know if you're doing a good job, and by the way, the way to know that is just ask yourself, how do I know when I'm doing a good job? Does someone have to tell me I'm doing a good job? Do they show me? Do they demonstrate that to me? Or do I just know internally that I'm doing a good job? So if you are someone who needs external feedback, tell your friends, 
Have your close friends who you can rely on or family who you can rely on to be your cheerleaders and say, hey, you know what? Sometimes I can get a little down on myself if I'm facing a challenge in my business. And when that happens, I'm going to come to you and I'm going to ask you to remind me why I'm good at what I do. And I need you to tell me why I'm good at what I do. Because what tends to happen if we don't do that is we get really upset and we get a little dramatic about our business and we tell our friends, I'm going to quit, I suck, I'm a failure, because what we're needing is for them to say, hey, stop that, you're really great at what you do, and to build us back up. So I say just bypass the drama part and just go right to them and say, I'm feeling kind of crappy in my business, tell me why I'm good at what I do. I need a cheerleader right now. And they'll fill you back up, they'll give you the external validation you need so that you can continue on. So three is you have to have a team of cheerleaders. Number four, this also comes from NLP, focus on what you want. You have to focus on what you want. When you focus on what you want, you're more likely to get what you want. When you focus on what you don't want, you're more likely to get what you don't want. See, your conscious mind is the goal setter. Your unconscious mind is the goal getter. And your unconscious mind will go after relentlessly, it will pursue whatever it is that your mind is focused on. So if you're focused on the things that you don't want, for example, I don't want to be broke, I don't want to be sick, I don't want to be um, unhappy, I don't want to be depressed, your unconscious mind will look for all the ways to give you what it is you're focused on. If you focus on what you want, your unconscious mind looks for all the ways to give you what you want, which is what you're focused on, and then you get what you want. So you have to focus on what you want. Now, what clouds our judgment, what clouds our minds from focusing on what we want is when we're bogged down by past negative emotions and limiting beliefs over what we can do and who we are. And so we have to get rid of all that stuff. Now, with my clients, I use timeline therapy, NLP, and hypnosis to clean up all that past garbage of all the things weighing you down and focusing you on what you don't want. So you can focus your mind on what you do want. Think of it this way. So a mind that is unfocused, so it's not focused on what you want, it's the focus is scattered. If you imagine that you are in a large warehouse, you're totally safe, in a big warehouse that's completely pitch black, there's no light coming in. And in the center of that warehouse, we turn on a 100-watt incandescent lamp just a single bulb, 100 watts, probably isn't going to illuminate much space in this dark warehouse, right? It'll cast a dome of light. And then the further away from it we get, the darker it'll get. And by the time we get to the edges of the warehouse room, it'll be pitch black again. So that's 100 watts of unfocused energy. Now, a 5 watt laser can shoot all the way to the moon and back to Earth. A 100-watt laser can cut through steel. That's a difference of 100 watts of unfocused energy produces not a great result versus 100 watts of focused energy produces an amazing result. So which one is your mind? If you're not focused on what you want, it means your mind is probably scattered with focused on things that you don't want, focused on negative outcomes, focused on past negative emotions, limiting beliefs, your focus becomes very scattered and doesn't produce a great result. A mind focused totally on what you want is like a laser that cuts through steel. And when you're focused on what you want, you're more likely to get it. 
So you have to focus on what you want. When you want to become resilient, you need to focus on what you want so that when things are going wrong, when stuff is hitting the fan, it will help keep you moving forward if you focus on what you want instead of getting sucked into the drama and all the negative stuff and all the things that are going wrong. That stuff takes a lot of energy. And I think about this, like if, like, for example, in my story I told earlier, for those two days that I was dealing with this drama, I didn't get any work done. I was not productive. My head was not in the game because I was so focused on dealing with the drama that I lost focus on what I want. So I lost two days of productivity. So think about that. Every time you get sucked into the drama of the challenges, the things that aren't working, the things that are going wrong, you are losing that productivity that's propelling you forward towards what you want. So focus on what you want. That's number four. Five is you're in charge of your mind and therefore your results. You're in charge of your mind and therefore your results. So this also comes from NLP. This is another NLP presupposition or convenient belief. You're in charge of your mind. No one else is. I can't make you think something you don't want to think. No one else can make you think something you think if you accept that you are responsible for your mind. That means you're responsible for your results. So anything in your life that isn't working the way you want, if you take responsibility for it, which again means being at cause, then you can change it. If you don't take responsibility for it, then what can you do? How can you possibly change it? So it's your mind. Your mind controls your actions, your behaviors. All of your behavior, by the way, is unconscious. Your mind controls that. So if you need to change your behavior externally, you have to change it internally at the unconscious level. You have to make those changes unconsciously so that you change your mind and therefore you change your results. You change your actions. So those are the five things that I think you need to be totally resilient when you're faced with adversity in life, in business, in relationships, in any aspect of your life. So just to repeat them quickly, one, there is no failure, only feedback. Two, be at cause. Three, have a team of cheerleaders. Four, focus on what you want. And five, you're in charge of your mind and therefore your results. So that's it for today. I hope you like this episode. It's a bit longer than my usual one, so thank you for listening. If you like this episode, leave me a five-star iTunes review and let me know. You can find me on Twitter at Terry H. Coaching, on Facebook at Terry Holland Coaching, and on Instagram under just Terry Holland. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you listening and come back next week every Thursday for a brand new episode of The Empowered Life. Have an amazing day.